The following is a recorded program of a live show. Please do not call in, but feel free to send messages on our WhatsApp line at 876-283-9533. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May the peace and blessings of God be unto you. Hello dear listeners, welcome to Message of Islam, an educational program which seeks to address your questions, concerns and all that you need to know about the true Islam. I am your host Imam Ibrahim Fawson and the Ahmadiyya Muslim community is one of the over 70 denominations in Islam which believes in the advent of the promised Messiah, that is the reformer of the age, in the person of His Holiness, Mirza Ghulam Ahmed, may peace be unto him. Spread across over 200 countries, the Ahmadiyya Muslim community is a peace-loving religious community which rejects any form of violence against God's creation. Our motto is love for all and hatred for none. In the course of today's program, if you wish to be part of it, kindly do so by way of WhatsApp and the number to do so is 876-283-9533. Again, 876-283-9533. Also, if you join us midway, and you would want to enjoy the full program, you can always visit our f- official Facebook page that is facebook.com slash amjjamaica. Today on Message of Islam and of course the maiden edition of Message of Islam, we are looking at the story of creation, the biblical and also the Quranic account. Of course, this The story of creation is one of such questions that we have been asked to explain over and over. And interestingly, anytime we explain the Quranic account, it solves a lot of the unanswered questions which borders the minds of seekers of truth. And for this reason, in order to benefit the entire population, unlike the few individuals who may ask these questions over and over, we have dedicated today's program, which also happens to be the first under the theme of Message of Islam, to deal with this subject that is talking about the story of creation. And um, of course, as usual, I am joined by Imam Tariq Azim. Imam Tariq Azim is the president and missionary in charge of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community here in Jamaica who joins me on Message of Islam to discuss this very important topic. Imam Tariq, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu and welcome to Message of Islam. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May peace and blessings of God be upon you as well as all the listeners. Thank you very much. And of course, this is the first episode we are conducting 
under message of Islam and uh, of course being the first episode I would um, like to hear from you what listeners should expect from message of Islam going forward um, just like before our main purpose of our program our aim is to continue uh, educating people about the teachings of Islam about the message of Islam as the program says message of Islam and uh, you know and it will be available to people to listen to our program and in even more ways uh, than we had before uh, if people uh, you know on their phones that use the apps for podcasts where they listen to podcasts uh, they can go back and search message of Islam and search any episode and play uh, from the from, you know from the archives and be able to benefit from the message from the teachings that we are sharing here with people and as always uh, you know we were doing before as well people are encouraged to send in their questions they can send their questions to the number you announced in the beginning that is 2839533 and uh, we would be more than happy to make their questions part of our uh, discussion here and answer the questions as uh, as best as possible uh, within the guidelines within the teachings of Islam and uh, that is the program that we will be conducting here message of Islam thank you very much Imam Tariq Azim and of course the Ahmadiyya Muslim community uh, represents the true faith of Islam the Islam that is meant to um, exhibit peace to all creations of Allah and today I think I should also say that when we say Islam or when we say somebody is a Muslim a Muslim is somebody who adheres to the teachings of Islam and Islam as a name is the simple meaning is peace and submission to the will of God we, we become peaceful to God's creation and then also we submit to God's will so when you mention the word Islam it has two basic meaning one total submission to the will of God and two being at peace with God's creation and of course with God's creation human beings are the foremost so anyone who indicates that he is a Muslim and you don't see these two you know um, unique features from them then of course we have to question what kind of Islam they sh may be practicing now Imam Tariq let's come back to the topic for our discussion today which of course the story of creation and as I said it is a question that um, we have encountered over and over and apparently from the biblical story that we have heard about the story of creation there are some unanswered questions which of course people ask and one of the things I have come to know is that they will tell you clearly that anytime they ask their priests and their pastors they would tell them not to ask more because it appears the answer either might have been limited so when they ask us and we tell them what the Quran says and we try to explain from the Quranic perspective listeners love it people love it more and um, of course under that we are going to look at you know variety of questions that come under the story of creation of course people who are listening to us 
are not new to this story of creation that you know God created the heaven and earth he created this and that the story is contained in the book of Genesis what does the Holy Quran say about it the whole story of creation um, yes um, the Holy Quran also talks about the creation of the universe uh, throughout the Holy Quran in many many different places uh, this topic has been brought up and this topic has been discussed um, but just to look at it, what the Bible says, the Bible, as we learn, and it is, you know, very common theory among uh, Christians and even some other religions as well, uh, that the universe was created in six days or the earth was created in six days. And, uh, you know, as uh, it is specified in the book, first chapter of Genesis that on day one, God created light and day two, God created the sea and the sky. Day three, God created earth or land. Day four, God created sun, moon, the stars. And on day five, God created fish and birds. And then on the last day or the sixth day, God created animals and humans. And seventh day, he rested. This is what is basically the summarized version of what is stated in the Bible. So the Holy Quran, as a matter of fact, does say that the universe was created in six periods or six days or six stages. But uh, as Muslims, we do not take that in the sense uh, that you know this is day one this is day two day three day four as the bible has specified i will just share a few verses with you from the holy quran uh, where allah the almighty explains uh, that how the universe was created again this is just you know a few verses there is many many verses in the holy quran which talk about the process the steps and what happened uh, in you know uh, in each stage god almighty has given a lot of those uh, you know truths in the holy quran so for people who are, you know, scientists, they, when they discover different things, they're able to relate it with the Holy Quran and they're able to see that God Almighty had hinted towards it many centuries ago in the Holy Quran. But looking at this particular topic that we're talking to, uh, discussing today, God Almighty says in chapter 7 of the Holy Quran, verse 55, He says, Surely your Lord is Allah who created the heavens and the earth in six periods or six days, then he settled himself on the throne. Then again in chapter 10 verse 4, uh, it is mentioned in the Holy Quran, Verily your Lord is Allah who created the heavens and the earth in six periods. Then he settled himself on the throne. He governs everything. This as I mentioned is from chapter 10 verse 4. And then. Another verse, this is from chapter 32, verse 5. It is mentioned, Allah, it is who created the heavens and the earth and that which is between them in six periods. Then he settled himself on the throne. You have no helper or intercessor beside him. Will you not then reflect? So I presented three examples, but uh, actually in the Holy Quran in many different places, uh, this this uh, this aspect of six days or six periods has been mentioned, but as Muslims we do not take this to be the way Bible has mentioned it. That on day one this happened, day two that happened, and then on the next day this happened. The Holy Quran in Arabic the word that has been used is jaum or the plural ajam, which can be translated to days or a day. But at the same time uh, in Arabic it is understood that when you say the word yom, it doesn't necessarily mean one 24 hours day. It means generally a period. 
right? Uh, even in English language, sometimes we say one day this will happen. We don't necessarily mean that it will be um, you know, a 24-hour period. It gen generally refers to a concept, uh, an idea, and that's why the word day has been mentioned here and always we have understood it to mean uh, periods or times because in other places of the Holy Quran it has been explained very clearly that uh, the God, uh, you know, God Almighty did not create this universe in a period of six, uh, six 24-hour days. 24-hour days, uh, you know, basically what we call a day, uh, day and night in our, uh, our understanding. But because of the biblical understanding, even among some Muslims, uh, we can see that they, they have taken this uh, six periods or six days mentioned in the Holy Quran and thought of uh, what is mentioned in the Bible and taken that literally, you know, and applied it to their faith. But Islam does not support this theory at all because God Almighty explains in the Holy Quran, throughout the Holy Quran, that everything has happened uh, through an evolution, through stages, through periods, you know, different phases each thing has gone through. So the way it is explained in the Bible, no, we do not adhere to that. But we do believe that God Almighty created the universe in six stages, six periods, or six phases. Just one small thing to reflect upon when we are looking at this uh, version presented in the Bible. On day one, it is said that God created the light. And then on day four, God created the sun and the moon and the stars. So, I mean, if the moon and if the sun has not been created here, and we are saying that the light has been created, then if the sun is created after him, it means that the day as we see it has not even been created yet. Right? So in that way, we do not hold to the belief as uh, uh, many of our Christians, brothers and sisters hold the belief. We believe that six periods or six stages are mentioned uh, by Allah the Almighty here, that that's how the universe was created. So um, you have beautifully explained that there is a, a word. Of course, if you look at some Qurans, the translation that has been given to the word Yom, of course, Yom generally is referred to as a day but then the meaning there are various meanings that is derived from the word yom which of course also means period or stages it is important and that is why basically muslims whenever we translate the holy quran we keep the original you know language that is the mother language arabic uh with it so that that word which is used as yom has many possible meanings the one that people generally know is a day so you are saying that yes the holy quran also mentions the story of creation but then it does not specify that on the first stage god created this on the second stage or the second day god created that and this and that and that in the order that the bible uh, seeks to project and you are also explaining that when the word yom is used it doesn't necessarily mean a day because how can we have a day when the sun is not even yet created because the the, the day that we we are used to is the 24 hour you know day which of course we will come there but how can that be when even the the sun is not created so the explanation you gave our understanding is that the, the stages might not necessarily mean a day you know why has god chosen the number six which is you know 
um, referred to in the Bible and also the yom that you explained it also has the number six whether we take it as a day or as stages the number six is there any significance you know to that number yes the holy quran mentions sitta uh, ayyamin which means six days or six periods and then bible has also referred to it uh, so there's definitely uh, something to consider some truth to it you know if, if you understand it correctly there is definitely truth to it um, According to the Holy Quran, we are told, we are taught that everything that happens, happens gradually, happens through an evolution. Whatever you do, a child is born and he's not, he doesn't grow up to, he doesn't become an adult the next moment. There are, you know, stages that he goes through before reaching that point. And, uh, some, you know, you start to write an essay for your class, for your for presentation or for whatever. Uh, you sit down and all of a sudden the essay doesn't appear on your paper, but it requires... Uh, various stages to be that you have to go through before that paper is ready for you, that essay is ready for you. So same thing, God Almighty says that this is the, the, how He has created. He has created everything in steps and stages. So when Allah the Almighty is talking about uh, creating of the universe, basically it has gone through six phases, six stages, six different periods. And the Holy Quran supports this idea in other forms as well, in other you know aspects of life as well. So we look at this chapter, chapter 23, known as Surah Muminun in the Holy Quran. And in this chapter, Allah the Almighty talks about six stages of human fetal development. So I'm quoting this from the Holy Quran, chapter 23. God Almighty says, We placed him as a drop of sperm in a safe depository. Then we fashioned the sperm into a clot. Then we fashioned the clot into a shapeless lump then we fashioned bones out of this shapeless lump then we clothed the bones with flesh then we developed it into another creation so blessed be Allah the best of creators so here if you notice Allah the Almighty has mentioned six stages uh, before um, basically the creation or human or you know life form takes its uh, actual form and if you those if you look at those stages first is a drop of sperm the second is a clot the third is a shapeless lump fourth bones are you know fashioned into that into that shapeless lump number five uh, god says we clothe the bones with flesh and finally the sixth stage is a stage of completion where uh, you know basically the child is born, a child is completed. So this is something God Almighty revealed in the Holy Quran more than 1400 years ago. And God Almighty explained that how a child is born, right? How even, for example, another misconception that existed back in the days among people was that God Almighty created uh, each part of the body, meaning, you know, hands and legs and eyes and whatnot separately. But the Holy Quran explains very beautifully that that's not how the child is, uh, uh, you know, life is created. And the, all these six steps have been mentioned here. The same six steps, the promised Messiah, peace be upon him, says that, you know, the founder of Ahmadiyya Muslim community, His Holiness Mirza Ghulam Ahmed, he says that uh, the, the body, the human body, it's, it's a small universe in itself, right? And... Allah the Almighty, the way He has created this human body, we can, if we try to reflect upon it, we can understand that how God Almighty has created the entire universe. 
So just like how God created uh, the human body in six periods, six stages, similarly God Almighty created the universe as well in six different stages. So again, as I'm, as I'm mentioning, this concept of six stages is not just mentioned once in the Holy Quran, it's mentioned in more places. Actually, it's in the same chapter, God Almighty says to become a perfect believer. This is chapter 23. To become a perfect believer, to become a perfect Muslim, you should, uh, you know, there, there are six steps or stages to you becoming, to reaching that point. So I'm quoting from the Holy Quran again, chapter 23, God Almighty says, Surely success does come to the believers who are humble in their prayers and who shun all that which is vain and who are active in paying the zakah or charity and who guard their chastity and who are watchful of their trusts and their covenants and who are strict in the observance of their prayers. These are the heirs who will inherit paradise, they will abide therein. So if you look at these verses to, uh, uh, to become perfect believers, God Almighty says that number one, you should be humble. Number two, you should shun all vain things, all unnecessary foul things in life. Number three, you should give charity, be a charitable person. Number four, you should guard your chastity, meaning um, having extramarital relations or all those other things which are forbidden in religion uh, should be avoided. So number four, guard their chastity. And number five, uh, people who are watchful of their trusts, who, you know, who fulfill their trust, who fulfill their covenants. And number six, these kind of people, and then they are strict in the observance of their prayers. So this is, these are the six steps. And then after that, he says, these are the people who will inherit paradise. So to become uh, a perfect believer, Allah the Almighty has given six steps or six stages here, how we can reach that point. And similarly, before, uh, you know, or in the Holy Quran, as I explained earlier, uh, even the creation of mankind has also been mentioned in six stages. And then God Almighty, when He is talking about the universe in the Holy Quran, He says the same thing, Sitta Ayyamin, that six periods or six days or six stages God Almighty created this universe in. So the Holy Quran is referring to different stages of the universe when, he, when God Almighty says six periods, six days or six stages. God Almighty is saying that it went through different, different phases, different stages. And if you put those together, uh, they would, you can summarize them to six different stages. So again, not mere six days uh, to be taken literally as a 24-hour day, but we, as we count them on the earth, but six different stages. Um, or six periods or six days, uh, so to speak, God Almighty created this universe in. So I hope that uh, that explains why God Almighty chose the number six, uh, because um, as I explained that even everything that is created by God Almighty or by humans, it happens in several different steps. Even if you're writing an essay, even if you're delivering a speech, even if a child is being born, to everything in life, there are steps, and if you summarize them, you can summarize them to six basic steps that everything goes through before reaching perfection or before reaching the final point. Thank you very much, Imam Tariq Azim. And if you have just joined us, you are listening to 
the message of Islam brought to you by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community here in Jamaica presenting to you the views and the teachings of the true Islam and in case you would want to be part of the program kindly do so via WhatsApp and the number to do so is 8762839533 today we are looking at the story of creation and of course considering the biblical and also the quranic account i had stated earlier that this question is one of such questions that we keep getting from um you know the public as to what exactly happened if the quran also has some um responses to give which may fill the unanswered questions that might have been left in the biblical account and imam tariq azim who is the president and missionary in charge of the ahmadiyya muslim community here in jamaica joins me as usual discussing this very important topic imam tariq let's look at the you know you have given us an idea of exactly what the quran says about the story of creation of course you explained that the six which is used might not necessarily refer to the day six days as it is used but then the word that is used has other meanings which is stages because um 24 hour day that we count revolves around the sun the sun set and this i mean the sun rise and the sun set so there isn't any possibility of going to have a day when even the sun was not created and then also you have given us the significance of the number 6 which which has been used by god the almighty now the the day that of course is also referred to in this whether it is a day or a stage is it this 24 hour stage or day that we are used to um you see it is just uh, you can say human nature or uh, a mistake on part of the humans that we always have thought of ourselves as the you know center of the universe as the focus of the universe as everything is this and this is it kind of mentality um because of that when god almighty says day um even without thinking without researching we assume that the day when god says day it means the day that we have a 24 hour day there is no other thought that we put into it there is no other idea that comes to our mind and it is because of this type of mindset uh, you know scientists have been persecuted throughout the history because they proposed ideas which were um, basically uh, contradictory to those kind of beliefs right for example we um, we we know about the about galileo he used to hold this belief that the earth revolves around the sun and because of this belief heretical belief the catholic church at the time had ordered him to turn himself in and why was that because religious people at this time were holding this belief particularly uh, the christian church that you know this is this is uh, the earth is the center and things revolve around the earth perhaps but not the other way around so this uh, you know this mentality that we are the center of the universe meaning we are everything this has led to these kind of ideas uh that you know if we if the day is 24 hours here then that's it then that's how the day should be 
But in the Holy Quran, Allah the Almighty has given a very different idea of what a day is like. There are many verses in the Holy Quran that elaborate on this topic. I have selected a couple here that can, that can explain the concept uh, to our listeners. Um, it is mentioned in chapter 70, verse 5 of the Holy Quran. Allah says, The angels and the spirit ascend to him in a day, the measure of which is 50,000 years. So what is God telling us here? God Almighty is saying that, that you know, a day that is according to you, in this particular matter, what God is saying, the angels and the spirit ascend to him in a day, is 50,000 years. This is what the verse is saying, that the angels and spirit ascend to him in a day, and that day is not a 24-hour day, right? God is referring to as it as one period, as it referring to as a day. According to our calculations, that would be 50,000 years. This is what God is telling us. Then there is another verse in the Holy Quran, which says, Allah says, And they ask thee to hasten on the punishment, but Allah will never break his promise. And verily, a day with thy Lord is sometimes as a thousand years of your reckoning. So in another place, Allah says, that one day can refer to a thousand years. So there is not a fixed number. There is sometimes Allah the Almighty is saying that sometimes to, according to your reckoning, my day or a day is 50,000 years. And sometimes Allah is saying it can, it can be a thousand years. So there is, you know, Allah the Almighty is basically giving us this idea that when I say the word day, you don't know how long that day is, right? And it can be different because of the reference point and this is what Allah the Almighty is telling us Muslims in the, in the Holy Quran that that day or time is relative to your location right it's different from which point or your reference point it can be different uh, because of your reference point in comparison to another person's so this is something mentioned in the Holy Quran and has been elaborated so when we say that God Almighty created the universe in six days it must not be taken in a 24 kind of hour kind of day because that is completely against uh, the scientific discoveries that we have made already and uh, completely against the ideas presented in the Holy Quran that how this universe was created. Right? That gradual, that evolution that Allah the Almighty talks about in the Holy Quran, that kind of six, if this was created in six days and each day consisted of 24 hours, it would uh, you know, nullify all those uh, 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 teachings presented in the Holy Quran. So this is basically um, uh, to be understood. And now again, uh, this is uh, when, we are, when I'm talking about the Holy Quran, this book was revealed more than 1400 years ago. But now today when our research, our science has advanced to the point, we know that the length of a day can differ from place to place. It can differ uh, based on where you are sitting, right? On earth, our day is 24 hours long. And they say that uh, after every few years, um, our days are getting slightly longer. That's, that's a complete different uh, concept, but it is the scientists say that our days are getting longer uh, by every few years, a, a, a millisecond is added. And they say that after one million years, it can be up to one hour difference. In, 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 you know, in, the, in our clocks, so a day could be an, an hour longer. So the, again, I mean, all these uh, scientific theories are there, but uh, forget about what is happening, going to happen in the future. Just look at it right now. In our solar system, 
length of our day, Earth, on Earth is 24 hours. On Mars, it is 25 hours. On Jupiter, it's 10 hours. So basically, what we call a day in our, on Earth, which is 24 hours, in that time, the Jupiter basically has gone through more than two days on its planet, right? Saturn, it says 11 hours. Uranus is 17 hours. Neptune is 16 hours. So they are shorter. But now look at Mercury. On Mercury, one day of day and night is 1408 hours. That is 58 days, almost two months. So for two months, our uh, basically, according to our time, their one day is equal to two months. And when we look at Venus, it's 5,832 hours, which is almost eight months in time. One day, um, according to our, uh, sorry, their one day is equal to eight months on Earth. So again, the length of the day is different based on where you are or how, you know, your reference point basically. And that's what Allah the Almighty is saying here, that when the word is, day is used in the Holy Quran, that God Almighty did this, uh, in six days or six periods, if we take that literally to mean six days as we mean um, 24 hour days, it would be completely, completely wrong. It would be completely against the meaning of the Holy Quran. It will also basically be against what we know, uh, you know, uh, to be the facts and the truths, what we have learned by our research, by our, through our science and whatnot, right? So, this is the main idea. That, and again, I'm, I've only given examples of our solar system here. In our, um, in our galaxy, Milky Way galaxy, there are thousands of uh, other solar systems. Right? So day is different. Length of day is different upon all of them. Upon the, you know, in the, depending on, again, where you are in that solar system, the length of day would differ. And when we are talking about God Almighty created the universe, we're not just talking about Earth. We are uh, the reason I'm mentioning all these examples is because God Almighty created the universe. And when we say that He created the universe in six days, uh, the day as we count them, 24 hours, it is completely wrong, completely against logic, completely against science, and completely against the teachings given in the Holy Quran and other scriptures of God Almighty. So, and again, as I mentioned to you in the beginning that we, we tend to think of everything uh, as, uh, you know, we are the center of attention, we are the center of the universe, and everything should be revolving around us, because we are that special breed. Yes, God Almighty has created mankind with a special purpose, but that does not mean that, you know, everything just revolves around us, and there's no, uh, that's completely against logic, and that's how, uh, you know, Catholic Church and many other uh, people used to believe in the past as well. So again, uh, short answer uh, to this question, no, this is the six days here or a day in the Holy Quran does not refer to 24-hour day on earth. And I have given several examples to explain that. Thank you very much, Imam Tariq Azim, for the beautiful, you know, exposition you've given to this uh, question as to uh, what the 24, I mean, what the day referred to in the Bible or the Yom, which is in some cases also translated as a day from what the Holy Quran says as to exactly what you are given. But then in the explanation you gave, one thing is common and also critical. And this is 
the original text that was given if we respect the original text of the scripture i believe we wouldn't find ourselves in some of these you know confusion and some of these unanswered questions that are always encountered whenever one reads the uh the the, the you know the scriptures why do i say that the english language is quite limited in terms of meaning as compared to the arabic and also the hebrew which are the primary source of revelation with respect to the uh the 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 old testament and also the holy quran and particularly also even with the greek which has reference to the new testament when we look at english and we use the word day the very meaning that we get from day is the 24 hour day nothing much nothing less the 24 hour day cycle that we know but then if we maintained the original text which was revealed in the case of the holy quran is yom and yom has a meaning with a day it has a meaning which also refers to faith it has a meaning which refers to period it has a meaning which refers to stage if you apply stage and period or even faith with the creation story it makes much more sense than limiting it to just a day because scientists will tell you that the evolution process has taken over 6 million years and some even say even more than that so if you just tell a scientist that you know god created the heaven and earth and everything in just you know these 6 days as we we understand then um it is one of the reasons a lot of scientists are you know uh turning their back on religion but um i tell you uh whenever scientists read the holy quran they have a lot to share uh in common with what the holy quran says thank you once again imam tariq azim and also to our listeners if you have just joined us you are listening to the message of islam brought to you by the ahmedia muslim community today we are looking at the story of creation considering the biblical and also the quranic accounts we of course have um one more, more question or we have some questions for imam tariq azim to look at for us when we study the biblical account after it states that god used six days to create everything after enumerating day 1 day 2 day 3 and everything that was created it says that on the seventh day god took a rest and this is the next question i have for imam tariq azim does the holy quran also say this and in fact does god require rest i find this actually very shocking we we look at the history and i i gave the example of galileo uh, earlier that just because he held a different belief uh from what the church was proposing catholic church at the time um it was considered blasphemy it was considered heresy it was considered you know like he was considered a heretic um and he was not just him many other uh, people throughout the history have been uh, labeled uh, or you know have been uh, charged with blasphemy and what you know whatever they might have said what i feel is that this is the biggest blasphemy against god almighty that has been that is being done here that is to say that god almighty rested right it is as if we are saying that god almighty gets tired 
that's what it is said, right? The six days God Almighty worked so hard, created the universe, and then he got tired. So this is, this is a, uh, I feel this sentence to be completely, you know, against the, the high and elevated status of God Almighty. What, we, what the Holy Quran tells us about God Almighty is that He is all-powerful, He is almighty. And if He is just like humans, then that is, as I said, you know, disrespecting God Almighty, disrespecting the status of God Almighty. Um, in the Holy Quran, this, the verses that I recited before you earlier, read out before you earlier, Allah the Almighty has said, in, for example, in one of them, your Lord is Allah who created the heavens and the earth in six periods or days, then he settled himself on the throne. And then in other words, this is from chapter 7, verse 55. And again, in different, different places, God Almighty has said, he settled himself on the throne. And uh, this, it is possible that in the, uh, you know, in the Bible, in the original text, something similar might have been written to what is written in the Quran. And this by no means can be translated as taking a rest. The Promised Messiah, the founder of Ahmadiyya Muslim community has explained that when it says that God Almighty settled himself on the throne, what it is saying is that you have to understand what is the throne of God Almighty. It has been explained in other places of the Holy Quran. So God Almighty's attributes, basically the, the practice of those attributes or the you know, manifestation of those attributes, that's what God Almighty started to uh, you know, once God Almighty created uh, humans and the other forms of life, Allah the Almighty started to practice all his attributes by, through his creation, right? So he left his imprint, basically the imprint of his attributes in the heart of human beings. That is basically the, the throne. That is the, that is the meaning that is implied here. Not that God Almighty was tired and now he needed to rest. So that idea is completely against uh, the, the teachings or the message given in the Holy Quran. Uh, in chapter 2, verse 256 of the Holy Quran, there's a very famous verse. This verse that I'm quoting, it's a very famous verse. Uh, we refer to it as Ayatul Kursi, or the verse about the throne. And what is explained here? It is said, Allah, there is no God but Him, the living, the self-subsisting, and all-sustaining. Slumber seizes Him not, nor sleep. This is whom God is. This is chapter 2, verse 256. This is who God is, right? He, tiredness or slumber or sleep, it does not come near Him. That is how He has created us, yes. But at the same time, God Almighty is always practicing or manifesting His attributes. And that is what is referred uh, when it is said in the Holy Quran that God Almighty settled on the throne. His attributes started to become manifest through mankind, through people, right? There's a verse in the Holy, uh, not a verse in the Holy Quran, but a saying uh, of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, that Allah told him that Kuntu Kanzan that I used to be a hidden treasure, and I, you know, decided to be to become uh, to become open, to become manifested. So I created mankind. So this is the teaching given uh, in the Holy Quran that God Almighty created uh, the universe and everything, basically in six different stages, six different phases. And when the creation was completed, God Almighty manifested His attributes through that creation to everyone, basically, that, that is here, right? That is able to witness. So this is the meaning uh, given in the Holy Quran, uh, what happened after the six days. 
the 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 you know the verse in the Bible which explains that God Almighty rested on the seventh day. We do not adhere to this belief because God Almighty is all powerful, and tiredness or slumber or sleep or these kind of things do not uh, do not even come near Him. And I, I I feel that this is a disrespect to God to say such things about Him. You see, there are attributes of God. God Almighty is merciful. God Almighty is forgiving. God Almighty is all powerful. So when He is resting, what are we saying that He's not practicing those attributes anymore? Because many of us, when if somebody is hardworking, if somebody is you know different different attributes, when they are resting, it means that or if they are sleeping, they are not able to practice those attributes in that time. But God Almighty is always practicing His attributes, manifesting His attributes in one way or another, in one shape or another. So. So because of all these teachings given in the Holy Quran, this idea that God Almighty rested on the seventh day, uh, it does not have any um, you know, um, logic or any reasoning uh, to be believed in for a Muslim. We believe that God Almighty is always present, always there to look out for us, to take care of us, to provide for us, to, to manifest all his attributes that he has. And again, I mean, uh, there is more than 99 or more than 100 attributes mentioned in the Holy Quran as well as in uh, other places, you know, other uh, sayings of the Prophet, peace be upon him. And those are the attributes that if you, you know, if you want to look at them in detail, we can do that at another time. But God Almighty is always manifesting, practicing those attributes. So it does not suit us for us to say that God Almighty rests or God Almighty rested because he got tired of creating the universe after, you know, in those six days. It is, it is interesting, you know, how sometimes when you read some of the scriptures, the, you know, the power and the, the personage of God is reduced to that of a mortal human being. Because human beings are limited in terms of our strength. And that's basically why we get tired and we take rest. If you look at, for instance, the sun that God has created, the sun has been working ever since it was created. It doesn't go under maintenance. If you look at the moon, the sea, they have been pressed into service by God the Almighty and they keep working without getting tired. If he, the one, the creator himself, could get tired and could rest, then we are, in a way, trying to even place his creation powerful and you know above his own strength and this is uh, as you said no muslim would ever uh, countenance this kind of idea thank you imam tariq azim and of course we have a lot of questions that we are to deal with under the story of creation we have done just a part or a portion of it in our next episode we intend to also look at the adam and eve story and I believe it is one such a question that we have answered and answered and answered. A lot of people have, you know, now understood the correct meaning of what happened in the Garden of Eden. But I believe if you are listening to me or you're listening to us and you have not had that beautiful explanation, just get in touch with us next week on Beth 100 FM. Of course, and you can also join us on our Facebook page, facebook.com, AMJ Jamaica. And this program is going to be there as well as the other programs. There are going to be quite a number of other questions 
that has to do with the story of creation we would certainly also look at um you know the the the, the forbidden tree what tree it was we will look at adam and eve were they the first ever people god created there are quite a number of you know questions that we intend to look at but today we would end it here and say a very big thank you to imam tariq azim for you know the beautiful explanation he's given us as to the story of creation from both the biblical and also the quranic perspective and if you joined us late we have dealt with um you know why god is said to have created the heaven and earth everything in six days imam tariq azim took us through what the days referred to here meant he also took us through why the number six is used he also took us through the day when we refer to a day as the bible says the quran uses a word which is called yom which in some way can also be translated as a day but then it has other superior and powerful meanings which when applied to this story of creation it makes it it makes much more sense than translating it as a day one of them is stage one of them is phase and another is period which means that god created the heaven and earth and everything in six stages or six phases or six um you know periods imam tariq azim has also um debunked the idea that god took rest he said god does not require any rest and if god took, i mean should take rest of course we know from our own experience whenever we get tired after work and we take rest what do we do we fall asleep imagine how the the the, the universe would run if god were to get tired and take rest and doze off he showed evidence from the holy quran from a verse which says that god does not require sleep he doesn't slumber and he doesn't get tired so these are few of the questions we have dealt with under the story of creation and as i said we have quite a number of you know questions to deal with under this which god willing inshallah we will deal with in our subsequent episodes but if you would want to join the ahmedia muslim community by way of discussion or if you have any other question which we have not treated and you would like to have answers to kindly you know send us a message through our whatsapp line which is 8762839533 if you also want to visit in person to have you know dialogue you can visit the ahmedia muslim community headquarters at 25 sugarway bushy park old harbor in st catherine along the spanish town old harbor road with all the beautiful scenes that you have there with lovely people around you can also visit the ahmedia muslim community in falmouth tray trelawney street and in case you would also want to talk to somebody there the contact is 8764669226 this is all that time would allow uh on today's episode on the message of islam i'm not sure if imam tariq azim has something to add i would like to thank our listeners for being part of our program and uh, if they have any question i would encourage them to please contact us and we'll be more than happy to make their questions part of our program Thank you very much Imam Tariq Azim once again and as I said in the beginning 
Islam is an Arabic word which means obedience and peace. These are the two unique meanings that is derived from the word Islam. And every Muslim is supposed to exhibit these two traits, that is obedience to the will of God and peace, living in peace with God's creation. Therefore, Islam thus means complete submission to the will of God and to be at peace with all the creatures of God. In other words, the fundamental purpose of Islam is to bring mankind to its creator and also to improve the quality of human relationship. If you see anything outside this, that is not Islam. And that this is what the Ahmadiyya Muslim community stands for, the true Islam. Until we come your way next time with another interesting episode on the message of Islam from the Ahmadiyya Muslim community. It's love for all and hatred for none. Assalamu alaikum and may the peace and blessings of God be unto you. Five core beliefs of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community. The number one core belief of Ahmadiyya Muslims is the same as any other Muslim around the world. And that is the five pillars of Islam. Namely, proclaiming the unity of God, offering five daily prayers, offering financial sacrifice in the form of zakat, fasting in the month of Ramadan, and offering pilgrimage to Mecca, which is Hajj. This is the absolute basic and foundation for any Muslim around the world. The second core belief for Ahmadi Muslims is our belief in the Holy Prophet Muhammad, may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, as 
Khatamun Nabiyyin. We believe him to be the seal of the prophets and the last law-bearing prophet that God Almighty has sent for mankind. We believe him to be the perfect and complete creation. The third core belief for Ahmadi Muslims is our belief in the Holy Quran as a perfect guide for mankind. We believe it to be exactly letter to letter the same word as was revealed to the Holy Prophet Muhammad, may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him 1400 years ago. A fourth core belief of Ahmadi Muslims is our belief in the Messiah and Mahdi. Now the majority of Muslims around the world, they also believe in this concept of the Messiah and Mahdi. But this is where us Ahmadi Muslims have the upper hand. We believe that the Messiah and Mahdi that was prophesied by the Holy Prophet Muhammad, may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, that very Messiah and Mahdi has come. We believe him to be Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad, may peace be upon him. In the Ahadith, the Holy Prophet, may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, has given the Messiah and Mahdi the status of a prophet. And we believe that the promised Messiah, Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad, has come for the revival of Islam and to re-establish a strong connection between creation and the Creator. A fifth core belief for Ahmadi Muslims is our belief in Khilafat, in successorship. So just as after the demise of the Holy Prophet Muhammad, may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, there was Khilafat, there was successorship, in exactly the same way after the demise of the promised Messiah, may peace be upon him, God Almighty once again gifted Islam with Khilafat, with successorship. The Ahmadiyya Khilafat was established after the demise of the promised Messiah and has been established for well over a hundred years. We are now in the era of the fifth Caliph, who is Hazrat Mirza Masroor Ahmad. The mission of the Ahmadiyya Khulafa, of the Ahmadiyya Caliphs, is to continue to preach and spread the truthful and peaceful teachings of Islam around the world. These are the five core beliefs of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community.